you got to get yourself better first. Don't try to go out there and fix other people. Adjust, find your thing and be good with where you're at. Because from there, you can give to somebody, not problems, but hope. And you can give them a, gr- a good attitude and, um, you know, find your find your positive endorphins from exercise or gardening or walking or whatever you do with, you know, there's, there, there's other ways of having a very fulfilling life and you don't need the, you don't need the drugs and alcohol. You don't need it. Welcome to the Drew Perlman show. Think of this podcast as the antidote to the fear, the noise and the talking heads in the news. The show features an entertaining blend of ancient wisdom, empowering ideas, and cutting-edge, healthy living science to optimize your health and your life. Tom and I have known each other for a long time, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna intro him and we're gonna and we're gonna get right into that because I've been rereading one of his great books called Maximize Your Quality of Life. And it is a great book, and I loved it the first time I read it, Tom, um, years ago when we first knew each other and and now I reread it again and I loved it again. And, um, you know, for those of you who don't know Tom, he's an award-winning radio host. He's been doing this a lot longer than I have. He's now in his 12th season. He's a podcaster. He's a YouTuber. So we'll, we'll link up so you can find him on YouTube. And as I said, he's a great author and he's written some phenomenal books like Maximize Your Quality of Life, which I highly recommend. We'll get into that. Attracting Abundance, Believe in Amazing, and Generation Us. And he is 24 years sober, which is amazing. And he's the founder of Boomers Rock Media LLC. And as you anticipated, Tom, your life has been, it's been a, it's as you, as you chronicle in your book, it's been a, it's been a long winding road. And uh, maybe maybe tell the Drugs listeners. Will <laughs> Drugs will do that, man. I'll tell you what. And 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 as I say in my uh, the video that I covered, my twenty fifth actually my twenty fifth anniversary. But thank you, but by the way, Drew, for having me on your program and uh, and our for our friendship and everything. You're a great guy and love your stuff and and your whole energy is great. But uh, July twenty seventh of this year is my twenty fifth anniversary of sobriety. And I, I cut an, I cut a video that's on the uh, RFZ channel. Now the RFZ at YouTube, everybody, if you just go at the RFZ uh, on my sobriety and why the difference between the problem drinking and alcoholism. And it was was a little bit long. It's uh, it's the real deal. I mean, it's like, if you've, if got anybody, any of that kind of stuff, but alcohol was my gateway substance to all of the other poor behavior and poor choices that I made. And so you can make, when your head is clear, you can make so many better decisions and choices. I mean, you can still screw it up and I do it all the time, but it's not to the, not to the aspect of, you know, those days where Drew, I'm, I'm again, frankly, I'm very, very grateful to be alive. It's just, but so watch that video. If you've got anybody that's looking or having problems with, there is absolutely a big difference between alcoholism and problem drinking. We don't need to discuss that here because this is Drew's show and I'm not the host, but I am the guy with that issue. And I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I own it. You know, it's just, you gotta be accountable. And so well, in, the get- book, in the book, Tom, I mean, you talk about 
you talk about moving to California and the and what you call the lost decade. And um you say yeah, the I mean it was very striking. You 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 are such you know, I know you as being an incredibly motivational, positive, upbeat, but you're also incredibly honest. And that honesty is helpful to people because you've been there. And, and, and like you said at first, you know, people can learn from you and learn from what you've been. And there's no greater gift that you could give someone. And, and you say that this. Oh, thank you, you for about, saying. Very oh, nice. It is the truth. It is the truth. And you talk about this pattern behavior. Cause again, I went through your book again that would revolve in you say revolve in my life for the next 15 years a roller coaster of activities and you say it was work at night play golf during the day eat like crap drink like a fish smoke weed like a factory and snort coke like an elephant i <laughs> Did mean I write that? that's pretty damn good <laughs> it is very good very well written oh, um, and it's a it's a it's a, i mean well here's yeah. the thing everybody here here's here's okay so that book that was my first book that was the first thing i never i always wanted to get into when we started our media company it was the books and then the radio came along and and then um so we've always wanted to kind of go in that direction and and i'm i've decided i'm done with books but that book specifically and thank you for rereading that and i'm going to reread it i do it occasionally as well but that book came out of a stack of notes like this. I've told this story before. Uh, little pieces of paper under what I call the blog stone, and I and I have the blog stone in my studio in in Michigan, and um, I put all of those notes. And I mean, we're talking years of notes because I was in college from from two thousand to two thousand two thousand two thousand nine. Okay, so undergrad and graduate work. So I was just taking all these little pieces of paper. And after I got done, I had this stack of, I, I'm not kidding you. And I put all those notes into a Word document and then started to sift through them. And that was the genesis of that book. And so um, there were other things that I was working on and researching at that time, but the backbone to it, that's why saving all of your ideas and your thoughts, everybody, is so incredibly important to understand because they're so fleeting it's like bam 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 when i go to the gym i have notepads every, i mean look at this you can <laughs> see this but i'm going to show drew i mean i have well this could I, be our first video episode with tom yeah, i don't think there's anybody what, better I'm doing, again i'm recording after 12 years into our 13th season now of doing the podcast this is the very first year 2013 is the first year we have captured all of our um our our recording sessions on on zoom and until i get the studio figured out with the cameras we're going to do all of this exclusively on zoom because the listeners deserve to be able to pick and choose what they want do they want the little piece of the video and then oh yeah i want to go listen to the whole audio version do they want the whole video behind the scenes audio for the whole stretch of that interview uh, i don't know you guys choose. It's like you choosing that book, Drew, um, and rereading that. And and it's like, so we have we don't know how people want to get their content. You're a filmmaker, right? You've been doing this a long time. It's like, well, how do you know that this number of people is going to want to watch that documentary? How did you do your <laughs> research? I don't know. 
I really didn't just you just basically find things that interest you or me or you me and uh, exactly. and then you're like well I, there's got to be other people that are going to like this you know for if, sure if, uh, you know and that's the whole thing and it, you know what as long as it's good that's the whole thing about it don't worry about it if it's right. good and you put your best effort into it here's the thing with training everybody with fitness and all this other stuff i would ask you as a coach personal trainer and all the other things that i do um when we have a session together, Drew, when I, you and I have this session, when we complete this audio session, this recording session, video session, it could be an exercise session, but it's this is the session we're in right now. Did you give it your best effort or not? And I'm all about effort. If you put your best effort out, be happy with that effort, but be honest about your effort. I had a, I had a young woman that I, I worked with at the gym at Michigan State, and she's very fit. And um, student, um, and I said, well, how how was the workout? Great. How was your effort? And she kind of paused for a second. This kid's so honest. And she said, it's about 80%. And I said, you know, thank you for being so honest because 80% is damn good. And we went hard. I mean, I don't play when it comes to, you know, getting in there and busting it. I don't, I'm a hard trainer. I mean, you, you want to get, we're going to get things done. And especially if you're a fit person, it's like, let's, I'm not wasting your time. I'm wasting me. So it's all about effort. Did you show up? Did you give it the best effort? Were you on time? All of these little pieces that go into being successful carries over into everything. And so if you want to be um, an author, start writing down your notes, man, put document them, put them in your phone, keep pads everywhere. Um, keep a voice recorder, whatever. Tell your spouse. I tell Sandy things all the time. I need to get this done. I just make lists of things I need to get done because, you know, it's life is good, man. We got a lot going on and it's like, it's fun. And it's just. Yeah, absolutely. Stay straight. And, and, you know, there was a, there's a theme that's that I've heard from other people as well that have been on the show. And this whole idea that things happen for me, not to me. And uh, I mean, that was something that comes loud and clear from, from your experiences and how you know you really you really just learn from these experiences. What do you want? What do you want people to take away? Let particular young people from some of those difficult experiences. Uh, some some young people are listening to it right now. What would you want them to know? I mean, from from what happened to you in that lost decade, how, how would you how would you break this down to uh, to younger generations? Okay, not to be the older guy, growing older guy. Um... Grandpa, Papa, whatever you want to say. Oh, well, God, what's he know? Um, I don't want to come off like that, everybody, but that's a really, really great question. And I would just say that make good choices in life because if you don't think things through and you have all the background information and you don't, how can you make an informed choice? And so making good informed choices will really be helpful. But with me, like I said, my gateway was alcohol, my gateway drug. And it was such a freaking slippery slope that you think, and I was talking to Sandy about this the other day, Drew. Sandy's my wife, everybody, and um, just the best person ever. And, uh, you know, it's like the gateway drug of alcohol was my thing. I don't know what your thing's going to be. It could be eating, could be sex. It could be all kinds of everything. I mean, obsessive compulsive you may not have the diagnosis, but I think a lot of us get caught up in that 
that circle. So be very careful with um, keeping an, an open mind about things. I think right now we're so we, we get so channeled into um, confirmation biases and hanging with people that we know because it's easier. You got to break out of that. You got to you, you got to cut dead wood in your life, which means if you've got people, things that you're doing that are not adding to your productivity to help you get better, then you may want to cut the dead wood out of your life. You don't have to do it all at once, but you have to recognize, hey, I got this over here is not helping me much. And this over here, this person's kind of negative. And it's like, you know, it's just like, uh. so just make good choices. Surround yourself with good people. And when you do good things, good things will come your way, I promise you. But when you make poor decisions and you're hanging with in this drug thing, Drew, that's why I did my video. So I, I wrote, I read the book Dope Sick and I saw the, the, the movie, the series on it. Man, I'm telling you, man, this fentanyl thing is scary and it's killing our young people and it kills me. And we hate, it's just, it just it makes me almost want to tear up. I swear to God. It's like, just stay away from that shit. I mean, just, I'm sorry for swearing, but it's just stay away from that stuff. And it's just, and you just never know. I mean, there's, there's good kids, college kids who are just, you know, they, maybe they wanted to, they thought they were taking a pill to stay up to study or something and they die and they never use drugs ever. The stuff is so insidious. Something else is going on in our, in our world. that's very dark. And so we got to protect each other. So make good choices. And be very, very careful with the slippery slope and um, build good relationships and just treat people the way you'd want to be treated. And you'll be you'll be OK. Well, you know, Tom, you know, in, in terms of surrounding yourself with good people, like you said, um, something I didn't even, you know, so you so you mentioned in your book that really for six or seven years, you were anti relationship, you were anti dating, you were anti marriage. And listen, she she's sort of the star in a way. And, um, you know, maybe just bring up what what happened? Like what what you, why did that change? You you reconnected with someone from your past. Um, well, I always had a I always had a kind of a crush on Sandy anyways. I'd always you know, the story goes that we just um, I talked to my brother and, you know, I kind of kept sort of kept loose tabs, you know, those um second, third, fourth degree of separation. So I, I, I kind of kept loose tabs on all of this. And um, when I finally did start to dip my toe in the water of dating, uh, I was single parent and I was kind of working at the university and I was sober. So I was getting my kind of get myself straight, but I had to get myself fixed first before you go into a relationship. And Sandy would have never ever allowed me to come into her life if I was still drinking because she had just came out of a relationship where she had to deal with that. And she's like, not dealing with it. So first things first, everybody, I got in, I got my, I got myself figured out with the drinking issue, went into some serious therapy, um, figured out a lot of things. This is my, in my mid late thirties. And so, um, that was a long time ago, you know, over 25 years ago. And so, um, once I got myself moving in the right direction, then I could take a chance on dating again. And, and I was always like kind of hesitant about, 
at least now I'm open to the whole thought of it. And I cold called Sandy and lo and behold, it all kind of sort of worked out eventually, <laughs> eventually, <laughs> but, um, you know, Hey, we, we both need, had needs. There's gotta be a fit. We, you know, we got back together when we were in our forties, we dated when we were in high school. So that's a true story, uh, for a cup of coffee, but you know, high school romances, that's a cup of coffee is decent. Um, and so when you're single parents and we both were, and we both needed people who could understand and it weren't so damn selfish that it's all about, you know, that person, when you have kids, you know, this, you've got kids, when you got kids, it's all about the kids, you know, if it, and if it ain't about the kids, then, then you ain't right. I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> but hey, if you've got children and I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to put my foot down on this one. If you don't take care of your responsibilities as a parent, then shame on you because you know, you brought that child into this world and they need our support. And I work and Sandy and I both work with college kids all the time. And there's a lot of broken people out there. And so we got to help try and fix and take our experiences and share. So long winded answer, which is normal of me, but, um, finding <laughs> Andy getting better. I had to get myself better first, Drew. You got to get yourself better first. Don't try to go out there and fix other people. Adjust, find your thing and be good with where you're at. Because from there, you can give to somebody, not problems, but hope. And you can give them a, gr a good attitude and, um, you know, find your, find your positive endorphins from exercise or gardening or walking or whatever you do with, you know, there's, there, there's other ways of having a very fulfilling life and you don't need the, you don't need the drugs and alcohol. You mm. don't need it. It's interesting. It echoes, you know, we had Bruce Lipton on the show. I'm a, oh, yeah. I've read his book. He's great. He's great. And, and he talks about meeting, you know, his soulmate, Margaret, and just how, he his whole thing was, you know, if you had seen me prior to doing all this work, he's like, I was a total mess. And he's like, <clears throat> Margaret never would have showed up had I not done that work on myself first. And I needed to do all that work on myself first. And then lo and behold, there she was. But, you know, she wasn't going to be there if I didn't first. Well, you know, quality, do that, people like you gonna, quality people have their shit together and they're going to... um not want to seek out and fix other people. I mean, unless you're a professor, it, it, it takes a lot of effort. And the problem is, is you can't fix other people unless that person wants to be fixed. So, you know, that's the whole thing of, I, I can't impose my will. I, I might have all the money in the world, but if you're, if your mindset is over here and just because I have a lot of something, you know, maybe I have cars or whatever, I mean, that's not going to change that other person. The other person has to want to get through those uh, challenges that they are having in their life. And everybody's having something. So you have to be honest with yourself. And uh, relationships are a huge commitment. And they're very rewarding if you do it the right way. And then you got to find something that you like to do together. Because, you know, we stumbled into our thing with radio and books and um, and it's been a ton of work and Sandy's done a great job, but it's made us closer because we have this thing together and it's like, it's our thing. And it's like, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's like, 
we're very blessed. And now that we're in the refirement zone, hundred percent, I mean, I got, I figure I got 37 years, solid years to go. That puts me at a hundred. So I got, a, I got a couple of, but you never know, man, you gotta, you, you, you don't procrastinate, get busy. If you want to make <laughs> some changes, today's the day. Let's go. Well, I wanted to ask you, I wanted to ask you, so, so you talk about in your book, you talk about the 200% solution. And when you talk about 200%, 110% is the brain, 60% food, 30% activity. What do you see, Tom, at, right now as the biggest obstacle to, be, to optimizing one's health? What, what's, the big, what's the biggest thing in our way right now? That's such a great question. I, I would think that there are two things. There, it's the quality of our food. Actually, there's there's three. Th my my ESPM model fits that, and um, but it's quality of the food, the things that we're eating, our rest is very very important. Um, our microbiome, how we're digesting things, is very very important, and then our movement is critical too. So those four things, um, and that's the reason that's right in the forefront of my mind is I, I'm editing a video that I'm doing on the explanation of that, Drew, and um, so. I don't think it's just one thing I because people have different things. And you may, as I tell, as I say in the video, you may have little pieces of that ESPM model for you, yourself personally, might be a little off, or maybe three of them are working well, and one of them's off. Like you were talking about when we were doing our interview, you, and this was just recently, everybody, we just talked about this. So you can find it on, on my YouTube, you can find it on my website, whatever. Drew's, Drew's there for sure. And um, Drew, you were there. You were doing everything right, and you still didn't feel 100%, and you knew it. Mm -hmm. And so you had to figure it out, and you got, I think you said it was your dentist who helped you. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, good, good memory there, Tom. Yeah, yeah very good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's, we, we, we did a show on Tom's show. So again, we'll, we'll link up so you can go to Tom's YouTube and, 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 his, and his show and everything, and you can see, see all this. But um, but yeah. So I was telling on when I was on sh Tom's show, I told. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but did that answer the question? I mean, you yes. asked me. If, yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, that was that's so so true. And yeah, my dentist was the one who told me about the breathing, and and it was very interesting. She's breathing. And that's she's, what it was. Yep. 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 And and it's so interesting because when you're a mouth breather, which I was, and I you you not only have more cardio you have more uh, cavities and because your, your microbiome in your mouth, we have like the microbiome of the mouth is from what I understand is second to the gut. Like we have the most microbes in the gut housed in the gut, but then the second most amount of microbes from what I understand are in the, in our mouths and yep. in the mouth. Yep. And so if we're, if we're a mouth breather, our, our microbiome and our mouth is going to be all screwed up. We're going to have more cavities and, potentially cardiovascular issues because it affects the nervous system. Yeah, that's a very good point. See, that's good knowledge. So those are just little things. And you were asking earlier, you know, what, what's the thing? It's like, well, there, I just don't think there's one thing. There's, there's multiple things that go, there's a lot of small things that contribute to the foundation of who you are and what we are. And so um, fix those little small things because everybody's always looking for the one thing, the silver bullet. There is no silver bullet and no such thing. I mean, so you can start doing, you know, one or two of them, but start slow and make incremental changes and so that it's sustainable. And that's the other thing, everybody. If you want to, 
you want to improve your life, make these small tweaks and changes, find the good places where you can get information, your books, your podcasts, and um, make those small changes so that they are sustainable and they stick with you, make them sticky. As they say, habits, make habits sticky. And when they're sticky, then they may stick with you. And so um, that's uh, just, that's just the way to do it. Yeah. Very important. So I wanted to ask you, so I had, we had a guest on the show. Well, I guess it'd be years ago at this point. And his, his name is Steve Gross, and he's uh, he does a lot of work with young people, children. And he came up with this whole idea called the Playmaker's Practice. <laughs> and, and basically, it's a series of questions that he asks, and they're, and they're, and they're fantastic. And I, and I wanted to ask some of these questions to you, Tom. The first one, very simply, is, you know, what brings you the most joy? It's, it's balance, having the balance in my life so that I, um, I don't tip over emotionally and all of the little things add up to a fulfillment of life that all of the little pieces. So having joy in my life is having all of the balance so that even when things get off a little bit, you don't tip over. And so that's what brings me joy. Specifically, I love my, um, I love my, my personal time in the, um, in the, in the gym. Um, that helps bring a lot of joy, brings a lot of creative thought to my mind. So the gym is great. I love that, uh, the food that, that we consume, we're, we're really basically Sandy and I are basically boring people. So that brings us joy in just being able to spend time together. And so, um, what kind of food do you guys eat by the way? Or, or, I mean, for not, not everything. We don't eat a lot of red meat at all anymore. Very, very little. And, um, we eat a lot of uh, plant-based protein. We eat salad, ch- like a chicken salad, um, fresh green salad, er- almost every night at home. And Sandy asked me all the time, do you get tired of this? I'm like, no, I love this. I mean, it just it makes me feel good. So, I mean, I do um, I do my, um, I have all my supplements I do every day. I brought them with me. They're all compartmentalized in little cups. I do my oils, um, my fish oil, my coconut oil every day, even though people say, you know, coconut oil has got a lot of saturated fat, you know, about that cholesterol. So it's like, listen, I've been doing this for like 12 years now and I'm feeling pretty dang good. So it's like uh, to each his own. I'm going to stick with my little routine on that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, so and I do my in the vinegar, I do my vinegar, crazy hemp protein shake thing that I call but my apple cider vinegar every every morning. So joy is joy comes in different paths and seeing people be successful, watching our grandkids um going to their games, just as so many different things can bring you joy. I don't want to limit it to one thing. I want to have joy in my all of my life. And so <laughs> I I want to cut all of the all the bull crap out so that my whole <laughs> My whole life every day is as I'm awake and sleeping because sleeping is so important is joyful. It's like you wake up refreshed. I feel joy because I woke up refreshed, um, taking a shower because I just got done working out and I feel joy because I feel good. I mean, so you joy is not limited to one thing. Joy is limited to your entire being. And so having a hundred percent joy, I might not be there, but man, I'm shooting for it. 
<laughs> well, that and, you mentioned, and you mentioned you and Sandy right now are in Arizona. You guys are on a cool road trip and you're traveling and you're seeing new sites and new places. I mean, that's got to be it's sweet, phenomenal. We, we went to Sedona a couple of days ago. And if you ever haven't been to Sedona, you need to do that once in your life and go, go. We just did a day trip. We didn't, we didn't do any hiking. We went and had lunch. We went to do a little shopping. We took a bunch of pictures and, and um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're in North Scottsdale, Arizona. We typically go to Florida this time of year just to get out of the cold. You earn this thing as you, as you're a growing older adult, everybody, and you do the right thing and you raise your children and they're self-sufficient and they can take care of themselves because that's our goal as parents is to get you guys to launch. You guys got to just take off and go, you know, <laughs> you gotta, we got to go, go away. No, well, you gotta, we got to give you the tools so that's why I wrote that Generation Us book, Drew, because the um, I think that we, in the book, I talk about that too, where we have trap doors set up for our kids. It's like you get them to 18, you over-provide, 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 and you, know, you have all of these sports where everybody gets a medal and all of this participation stuff. And then at 18, you just say, okay, see ya, and we leave you hanging. And it's like, well, that's not cool. And uh, we haven't taught them all the fundamentals of, you know, because it's going to take, it took me till I was sober. I was 38 years old when I finally started feeling like I was an adult and making good decisions. So it adulting, I think adulting is con a constant evolution. And so the better you get, uh, it might take a while. You know, I had a, I had a guest recently, Tom, this this may be one of the most powerful works that I've read. Her, her name is Dr. Margaret Paul, and she wrote a book called Inner Bonding. And and basically her whole thing is, and I, I, can't, I can't talk about this enough. I've recommended it to so many people because it's made a huge difference in my, my own personal life. And, and her whole thing is inside each one of us, there's a loving adult and there's also a wounded, a wounded self. And um. Yeah, I mean, and 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 for so much of my personally, just just bouncing off what you just said, so much of my life, I feel like I've been living from my wounds, and you know, it's time for the it's time for the adult, the loving adult, to come out. And her okay. program is all about that. I think that's so awesome. I mean, yeah, because you can bring in, and that's the thing about the dead wood too, is you start to cut out all of these things that don't add value to your life. Cutting dead wood out of your life can be uh, many different things. And that's, that is imperative to loving yourself. Again, for me personally, at this point, I understand that I have to, I have to love myself and I do that the best at the gym, staying, sharpening my saw so that I can be the best, best, best Papa, Tom, husband, dad that I can possibly be. And by, I have to love myself and do these things so that I'm not a couch potato, grumpy old dude. You know, it's like, that ain't happening. I mean, we're going to stay in the gym and we're going to keep going as hard as we can. Now, do we get dinged up? Sure. But you got to love yourself because loving yourself leads to the joy and loving yourself leads to repairing the wounded self. To heal the wound, you have to rest and you have to do the right things. Your wound is not going to heal if you don't treat it. It's like, I mean, we're rewatching. You know, one thing we do when we travel is we uh, we have the DVD set of Game of Thrones, 
And um, I know that's kind of crazy and off topic, but um, that's something that we do together. Sandy and I, we love Game of Thrones. So we watch the whole series, all eight seasons in our DVD collection while we're traveling. You can do it in about two weeks, and it's just fun as hell. Well, how did Drago, Drago, the guy, the big muscly guy, how did he die? He had a wound. He got that wound, and he... I think that's how he succumbed, right? You got to fix things. You got to get healthy. And so uh, ESPN, baby, love and wounded self. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that's excellent. And, and um, well, you, you really talked about what keeps you balanced and strong. Well, what are the things that make you feel the most inspired? I love seeing people perform um, at their highest, best levels. I love reconnecting with people like you and seeing the growth and, um, going back to some of our, our guests that are your age that and we have a, have a call this weekend with a young woman who I haven't talked to like you were reaching back to some of these rock stars that I knew back then when you were, you know, 10, 12 years ago, much younger, younger parent that you had supreme talent. And so it's like, well, these, these, I mean, I'm glad to talk to you. So I love seeing people's growth. And I get inspired by um, knowing that we are contributing to the best that we can and um, that we're doing, we're living our best life. It's like us, Sandy and I having almost a whole month, just her and I together, just, you know, we're doing radio and we're doing videos and we're working and she's on her computer right now, but you know, that gets me inspired. It's like looking forward to these trips. And it's like, it's a, such a huge challenge because we're driving across the country. And so it's like, and she's navigating and we we haven't done this road trip before. And so it's like, it's kind of, you know, where are we staying? How are we doing? You know, those types of accomplishments get me inspired and growth, positive growth, seeing um, dreams come true. It's awesome. And it's just, it's, it's, it's the planning. You got to invest all of the energy to the planet again. It's like, how was your effort, baby? Was your effort good enough to keep you inspired? And if it was, then be happy with that. Don't be down on it. So many people, they, they go and they work their butts off and they have, you know, and they come home, and, uh, you know, they let these, they let the one negative thing spin and ruminate. And all of a sudden that thing takes over and the inner voice is chirping away at you. And it's, you know, telling you how, you know, you're a loser and all this kind of stuff. And if you allow that inner voice to control the narrative, then you're going to have problems. My advice to everybody, Drew, everybody, make friends with your inner voice. Okay. Be a pal with your inner voice because your inner voice is there for a reason. But don't let your inner voice control the narrative because the inner voice isn't calling the shots. You're calling the shots. The inner voice is there to help you make informed decisions. But sometimes the inner voice starts to get a little more controlling. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, Drew, you can't do that. What are you thinking, man? What, you know, come on, man. You know, it's a cartoon. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, it's there, but it's, I just, I put a name on mine called Levi. And it's called it's it's Levi and uh, it's evil backwards. So it's just it's you know so it's easy to remember, but uh, it, it can be good, it can be bad. But you got to make friends with your inner voice, and to be inspired, you got to get all the pieces lined up and and make plans and get out there and get busy. Beautiful. 
Well, I have, I have one more question for you. And, and, and you know, I, I don't know if you can hear this, but my stomach has been growling like crazy. You know, it's funny when the stomach growls, I, I feel like it's just making so much noise that people won't even be able to hear you. They're that's just the going to hear my no, stomach I growling. I don't hear it. But, that, <laughs> see that, but that's the thing. Like, you're hearing that. And, and the, all of the things that are going on inside your being, you're hearing that. And so it's right. all, and that's the thing about life. It's so incredibly awesome but you again we have to make all of these good decisions so i sounds like you got to go to lunch or go have dinner or something <laughs> two hours well, different i want to i wanted to ask you this question and i can't remember when we didn't talk about the, the last time i you know we spoke I, I know we didn't get to this but if you could travel back in time say 45 50 years or whatever and you could sit with the younger tom matt and you could you could sit with him and from 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 your perspective today, what what would you tell him? So hilarious you asked that question. I started a video series. I'm into my fourth video now on messages to my younger self. There we go. Okay. <laughs> and and they're pretty popular. And it's like uh there's just I do three per video. So they're the short, but um it's just having a better attitude eating better. If I had to sit with my young, there's so many things. Um, don't be, a, I'd have to go back and listen to the videos and look at the videos again, but be kind, bring more kindness into your life. Be grateful. Never learn the value of gratitude. Always took things for granted. I was kind of a tool, you know, personally, I was kind of a, a one of those athlete kind of sort of decent athlete, you know, in high school had that attitude, you know, the, you know, the type. And, um, so you're kind of cocky and, um, uh, don't, don't be like that. Just, just relax. You, you, you'll be fine. You're, you're better. You're, you're a better person when you're being humble than when you're being cocky and being co for me, when I was younger, I was insecure, very insecure, but so you mask it with, um, being outgoing or whatever, but you never, you're never accountable and always being like not a leader and your follower. And that's where the drinking comes in. And so let's go party. And we called it partying on the weekends, you know, we're going to go party on the weekends and it was accepted behavior. And it was, so be careful with those partying weekends because people can get really messed up and hurt. And I've seen people die and, and go to jail and all kinds of stuff. And so it's like, mm. just, just be very, very, very careful. You're going to have a good life, younger self. I tell myself that in my videos, you're going to have a good life, but you can do things better and you could even have a better life. So um, I would say if people want to go look at those videos, please do because, and give me a comment on them because um, I think they're very um, relevant. The last one I just, I haven't even, edited this one yet, Drew, but I, I'm telling my younger self, there's this thing called the internet coming. And when this thing called the internet comes <laughs> into the world, your life is going to change. Get ready. <laughs> so, so where, where can people go if they, if they want to watch those videos? Cause that's my last, my, actually my last, last question is where can they go if they want to watch your videos, if they want to listen to you, where should they be going? Easiest place is just to go to our website, tommatshow.com, tommatshow.com, T-O-M-M-A-T-T, show.com. And there's, there's buttons, there's big buttons, like 
you know, like senior citizen kind of thing where you have big type, we have big buttons so that people can <laughs> easily find the buttons. And so, um, Hey, you know, it's growing older people. We, we, the ones that want to help and give back, we want to help you and give back. So please just punch one of those buttons and see what happens and go find all of the different categories. We have 12 topics and categories on our, um, on our podcast and our radio programming. And, um, I'm not quite sure where we put your last episode, Drew. I think it was in our mental health advocates, but um, it might have been in nutrition too. But please go to TomMetshow.com, and I appreciate being with you today, man. It's you know we could sit here and talk for three I hours. I, oh, this has been great, and I know you, you and awesome. San, Sandy have a lot to do and explore today in Arizona. But yeah, thank you so much, and we will uh, put put all these links in the show notes too. So. All right, please do. Thank you, man. It's good, great. Thank you so much for having me and. Uh, Uh, I was looking forward to talking to you today. So have a great day. All right. You too. Thanks, Tom. Peace out, brother. Bye-bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Drew Perlman Show. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the words of Mark Twain, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, and catch the trade winds in your sails. Explore, dream, discover, and stay well, everyone.